tools when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, man, shout out to my old buddy, Rusty. He just texted in on the Guns of Gear text line, let me know that he went out to Kelly's Greens and got his uh, Mississippi medical marijuana work permit taken care of uh, Saturday at their job fair. Don't forget, man, they are hiring there at Kelly's Green, but you got to get that Mississippi medical marijuana workers permit. They can assist you with that. They're at Kelly's Green Incorporated. You can find them on Facebook, get in touch with them there. Uh, just a little free plug there. Um, this segment is going to be brought to you by a Jackson tradition. I've had so much fun reading these. You're going to hear them every day. Every day, leading up to Mother's Day. Carter Jewelers. I can't help it. I cannot help but do my best Jerry Lake impression when I get to read Jerry Lake's script. How cool is that? I'm pinching myself. I feel like I've made it. But uh, late last year, Carter Jewelers bought the largest diamond purchase they've ever made in their 173-year history. Jerry Lake, the owner of Carter Jewelers, personally selected every piece of that diamond jewelry from the world's biggest diamond jewelry manufacturer at extreme closeout prices. Now, Carter Jewelers is having an incredible clearance sale offering sales prices on his on this jewelry that are untouchable. Prices are marked down up to 70% off store-wide. On top of these insane low prices, they are still going to celebrate their annual balloon pop promotion. Here's how the balloon pop works. After you've made your jewelry selection, you pick and pop a balloon. Inside the balloon will be an extra discount voucher for up to 30% off. Every jewelry purchase includes a complimentary lunch for two at Hallamow's, a Jackson tradition. But hey, did you know they're under new ownership? That's right. Chef Damien is the new owner. Carter Jewelers offers 12 months interest-free financing and no credit check financing. Trade-ins are welcome. Carter Jewelers is located in Jackson on High Street, two blocks from the Capitol, and on Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. The sale ends Mother's Day Eve. Get out there and get huge discounts on everything in the store from Carter Jewelers. Ain't no man, look, they're easy to find. Get off at the high street exit, go towards State Street, boom. They're on the left of State and, State and High, basically. Right there, you can't miss it. Been there forever, ever. All right, that Joe Biden stuff is interesting. Uh, let's read a couple texts real quick, and then I want to I want to get into, uh, I'll tell you what, it actually um, looks like we, for the most part, cleared out the text. So the Guns of Your text line is wide open, 769-241-1944. Phone line, 601-879-0002. So I did an emergency broadcast, an emergency podcast Saturday afternoon. You can go find it. Just go search Clay Edwards Show. It, it, for whatever reason, it's on YouTube also. Last thing I posted before I got banned. It did not. It does not push over to Spotify when I downloaded the video file. So if you listen on Spotify, you'll have to go to one of the other platforms to find it. But I brought this matter up. I, I, I'm, I'm tired of tiptoeing around this, this subject. And this is the kind of stuff that's waking up normies. Is when is it okay to mention that a criminal was black and when is it okay to mention that a criminal was white or better yet when is it okay to mention race at all in a, in a story good bad other and i've been doing this long enough that i realized because so what what prompted this this uh conversation was i, I woke up saturday morning 
and I had three different breaking news alerts on my phone from the previous evening, Friday, about mass shootings at nightclubs in Mississippi. We discussed that in the first segment of the show. There were three mass shootings. Twelve people, well, three are dead. Twelve more have been shot. So a total of 15 people got shot. Three have died. All black nightclubs. All black shooters. All black uh, victims. You say, well, Clay, how do you know they're black? The news hasn't said that. You know they're black because they haven't announced who, they haven't shown you who the shooters are. The second it's a white dude, it is a news story. It's a national news story. You haven't heard a word about this. That's how I know they're white. Got me to thinking. And, and, that, and that angered the natives, too. That, 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 that did not go over well on my Facebook and Instagram. Folks were mad that I mentioned black. So I got to think, when is it okay to mention race? But here's, here's when it's okay to mention black and when it's not okay. It's okay to mention black when they're the first to do something, when they win something, when they get an award, a scholarship, when they're wronged by a white person or beat or killed by the police. That's when it's okay to mention somebody's black. When it's not okay to mention somebody's black is when they do anything wrong. Period. Now let's now let's move over to when it's okay and not okay to mention somebody's white. When it's okay to mention somebody's white when they do anything wrong and or racially discriminate or commit an act uh, of anything, aggression, towards somebody black or really any minority. Not just black, but especially black. When is it okay to mention somebody's white? Well, that's what I, that's what I just said, though, yeah. When is it not okay to mention somebody's white? When they open a business? When they win something? When they do anything good? When there's an act of racial discrimination against them? When there's an act of aggression or violence against them? You can't mention that the victim was white. You can't mention that the success story was because of somebody's, because, well, you can't, not because they're white, but you can't mention they're white, which is ridiculous anyway. You shouldn't. It sounds ridiculous when you say white-owned, white victim, but it sounds equally ridiculous when you do it when somebody's black. But it's only okay to do it when somebody's black. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. So until we eliminate this racial double standard, the Democrat double standard, this country can never think about coming together. People are fed up. You overplayed your hand post-George Floyd with the Black Lives Matter hustle, the grift, calling everybody racist. You overplayed your hand. People are fed up. People are fed up. I got people reach out to me all the time, black and white, liberal and, and Republican, that quietly tell me they're Clay Edwards fans. They appreciate what I say. Even if they don't always agree with me, they appreciate stuff like this very topic right here. But man, when you're right, you're right. Now, there's a bunch of just die-in-the-wool Democrats 
you know, militant, black for a living folks, purple-haired white liberals, all them, they'll never say that. They can't. It goes against their, their religious beliefs because social justice is a religion to these folks. They have replaced God with woke. It is a religion, and it's destroying this country. You know, we were always worried about Satan, Satanism and Satan. But he, he wears a new, he's not, he doesn't have a red cape and a red tail and red horns. He has purple hair and a Black Lives Matter shirt on. And he wants to transition your children from boys to girls, from girls to boys. He wants to take God out of everything. That is who we're fighting against now. He wants to make everything black and white. Black isn't even the largest minority group in America. Spaniards are. Am I saying that right? I I worked with a Mexican dude for a while, and he jokingly called himself a Spaniard all the time, so it just kind of stuck. I don't mean no harm by that. It's funny to me. Hispanic. I sold some Hispanic dudes. I met some Mexican dudes a truck on Cinco de Mayo. That was cool. I wanted to cut out with them and go drink some beers. It was just too early in the day. They're the largest minority group in America. It's going to be interesting to see how the Democrats play this. Because I think think the Hispanic demo has gotten fed up with the Democrat Party. And this love affair with the black community and the crime that they keep the crime that they keep turning their heads to. Because a lot of these Hispanics and blacks share share these communities together. And I know that this guy that committed this uh mass shooting in Texas the other day was a was a Hispanic white supremacist apparently. That's is that the is that the story they're running with? A Hispanic white supremacist. I saw another story on InfoWars. I'm bouncing around a little bit here, kind of tying all this together somewhat. I saw another story on InfoWars earlier. I didn't click off of it. That says the cartels are about to start committing terror acts in America. Well, that got me to thinking. What if that, what what if that, uh, you know, talking about false flag, that, that, that Dylan Allen, Texas, reeks a false flag. I'm not necessarily saying it was a set up by the government, but it could have been. But they said, they, said this, they said this illegal alien has on a white supremacy patch and goes and shoots up this mall. Well, okay, well, if I'm a cartel, if I'm a terrorist organization, what would I do? I'd make somebody go do that and make, blame it on white supremacy and get these folks to fight amongst one another. That sounds like something the devil would do. I love playing that Paul Harvey thing if I were the devil. It just gets more and more relevant in every passing day. So we're so we're supposed to believe that a that a Mexican white supremacist shot up that mall. Let's take a call. Hey brother, you're on there. Hey Clay. I was hoping you'd call. You got about three minutes for the break. Well, the devil still wears a suit and tie. And he's got a badge that says CIA or FBI. Or uh, or CNN or ABC, CBS, 
and these little blue-haired Karens are um, these social justice, Black Lives Matter. These are just peons and useful idiots. They do the bidding for those people wearing the suit and tie. And, and they're involved in both the Democrat and the Republican side. They're, they're, uh, they've got Mitch McConnell hands tied. He's part of it. I mean, the thing is so much bigger than DNR. You know? Absolutely. Just, just kind of, you know, want to throw that out in the little three minutes I had. You know, well, he's you know, wears a suit and tie. I heard him talking. Uh, I heard him talking. On, I heard him talking. He's on, extremely powerful. I heard him talking on Stephen Detroska's show this morning. And he was say, talking about um, De- Philip Gunn was going to throw a fundraiser for that girl who had who had on the state uh, representative who had left the Democrat Party. She, I guess, she represents like that Northeast Jackson area, and she had become an independent. So Philip was going to throw her a, a fundraiser. Now she's still pro pro baby killing and all that. And then uh, the, uh, the the Freedom Caucus found out and called him out on it, and he he canceled it. It was like I was just throwing throwing a fundraiser for a friend. She was just a Democrat last week, and she ain't changed her Democrat ways. And to your point, it's a uniparty. It is bigger than DNR. That was just that made me think about that. Yeah, so, I mean, we also have to think, on a positive note, if evil is that real and, and that horrific and that demonic, then God is equally real with good. And, you know, sometimes justice is slow, uh, but it, it's always there. And... and a lot of these people, they may not see justice till the other side, uh, but I hate to be in their shoes when they're on the other side. So just, just wanted to throw that out there, brother. Hey, real quick before you hang up, I want uh, I got about a minute left, minute and a half. What are your thoughts on this New York subway deal, man? You following this, this Jordan Neely deal? No, I think I've missed that one. All right, I'm going to hang up, and I'm going to talk about it real quick before the break. Thank you, brother. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Right, bye-bye. All right, so – I know a lot of you guys are following this. This crackhead, I mean, I'm just used crackhead as a catch-all for trash, had been arrested 40-something times and was actually had actually tried to kidnap a 7-year-old girl and was out on bond or cashless bond or something. Admittedly, I don't read a whole lot about it. I've watched the video. He's threatening people on a subway train. He's a piece of trash. And he's spitting on people and all this stuff. Well, a Marine subdues him, you know, because he, he's threatening to hurt people. The guy dies. No charges were pressed. Even in New York, they didn't feel the need to press charges. Well, Ocasio-Cortez sees the video and says, this is a cold-blooded murderer. And now they're about to, they, they are setting New York on fire, and I am here to watch it burn. You get what you deserve, you piece of trash Democrats. Let's take a break. Close out the show. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.